Life, Marriage, and a Baby Carriage is a podcast hosted by Meg and Phil Kearns, discussing all of life's ups and downs as they pertain to relationships, parenting, and life in general. We're working. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Like, we've actually figured this out on episode, what, 32? I finally figured out how to get this set up. We probably in less should than five start minutes. keeping track of the episodes. I am. They're all numbered. No, but yeah, we don't ever know when we record what episode number it is. I just told you thirty-two. You're guessing. Well, I'm the one who puts it up, and I'm about ninety-nine percent sure I wrote thirty-one last week. So this is thirty-two. It's about ninety-nine percent. What happens sure. if I'm right? What do I get? Nothing. Oh, you're no fun. What happens if I'm right? What do I get? A round of applause. Okay, I'll give you a round of applause. You're probably right. Am I? Yeah. Is 31 the last one? 31. So we're on 32. Thank you. That was lovely. Mm. Welcome to Life, Marriage, and a Baby Carriage. I am Meg. I'm Phil. And we're married. Again. Still. Still. Yeah. Surprisingly. Not surprisingly. But I do want to dive into today's topic because it's my new favorite thing to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is Because that? I actually have one. What is that? Dude? A morning routine. I actually want to talk about ways to make your morning better, regardless of if you do have kids, don't have kids, you know, have pets, don't have pets, have responsibilities, like to wake up, you know, easily. I don't know who does that. I love the people who are like, oh, I get up without an alarm. Like, seriously, do you not have places to be? How, do, how did you train your, your body to be like, oh, it's 514. I'm going to get up now. Because I wake up at the same time every day. That's why you wake up at the same time every day. No, I set an alarm. So I get this up This is like one of my day. least favorite topics, by the no, way. I'm excited. Why? Because I think that all of this stuff is crap. It's trash. It why? is. I think it's also like <clears throat> we've been uh, on this earth for thousands of years. Yeah, and why do you think farmers are some of the healthiest people? Yeah, they get up at the same time. Like they yeah, have a routine. They have morning. a morning routine, but we don't have to like talk they don't have to talk about it or study it or whatever. I think this is just like another way that we're becoming soft as a people. I'm sorry, what does that mean? We're just becoming soft and weak. Like whoever needed to talk about their morning routine before. You wake up, you do what you do in the morning, you go to work. That was your your stuff. Now right. there's whole books and studies and all this stuff. And if you do this, your life improves and all that. Like, maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. I you think wouldn't it's know because you haven't tried. It's a lot of hoopla. No, I I've thought, had different morning routines. I, I just thought, never dive, dove into them. I wasn't done. <laughs> You're never done. <laughs> I uh, thought that it was a lot of mumbo jumbo before. And now that I actually have somewhat of a routine that works for me, I have to say... I'm a nicer person. Maybe not to you, but to our children. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You swallowed a lot of words there, Kearns. Uh, not really. If, if you feel like you're a nicer person, then that's fine. You qualified it by saying maybe probably not to me, which I would agree with. Yeah, well, it's also because you're in my way in the morning. Of so. course. Of course. <laughs> you You are the one variable in my morning. How am I the variable? I do the same thing every morning. I have a morning routine. I just don't freaking talk about it. No, you you used to have a morning routine where you actually got up and allowed yourself to start your day. Yeah, but I now don't you like, like rush no, at the end like of the morning. Or I don't really morning. rush that much. I get down with plenty of time to pack my lunch and to get Ryder out to the school. 
what exactly do you do apart from getting the baby up to prepare for our mornings? I get myself ready. I'm worried about myself. But there are four other people in your house, not just you. Yeah, but technically I'm not really probably supposed to be gone before any of that. You don't have a start time, dear. You're salaried. That doesn't matter. It kind of matters. Not really. I, I mean, our department starts at 7. should probably get there closer to 7. should probably start waking up earlier. Just going to throw your whole morning routine off. Nah, just stay out my way, boy. Hardly in your way as it is. So here's the thing. Phil used to get up in the morning and come downstairs and do whatever he was going to do on the computer and, you know, play around, list, look at things, read stuff, whatever. And then he would come upstairs, pretty much already awake, not really ready to talk, which is fine because I'm not usually ready to talk either. Get ready, get dressed, say good morning, and then go on. Now, Phil hits the snooze button six times. I hit the snooze button once. I've just extended my alarm out. Oh, that is it. So at one point, he was hitting the snooze button every nine minutes. I don't know why it's always set to nine minutes. But every there was probably some science behind that, but I don't really care about it. You would hit it every nine minutes when it started going off at, what, 5.30? And eventually, he would get up somewhere around yeah. 6.20. Now, now it just goes <laughs> off at 6.20. Yes. I only know that because now I get up between 5 and 5.15. To begin my morning. So it's just switched. Exactly flipped. Because you would stay in bed. I would get up. And you would stay in bed and do the exact same thing you just complained about. Yeah, which is why I switched That I'm it. doing. And now it's switched. And it's just a recent switch too. So like, get off the horse. No, it's not a recent switch. We've been doing this for a while. Two months maybe. More than that. Clearly, I have proof that it was done previously. Oh. I have proof. Right. I have proof. Uh At least since the summer. Mm. Or before then. Yes, dear. I mean, I'm on day 170 something of my Duolingo, which means I do that every morning. No, because sometimes you do it in the car when I'm with you. It's only if we're traveling. Usually I do it in the morning, so I don't have to do it later in the day. Oh, okay. Yes. I can't, I can really tell you that I, I don't, as I do Duolingo every day, I don't know if i can actually say any of the words i can read it like a champ i can read it like that a champ i can guess if you ever actually have to speak it <laughs> if i ever have to actually go to germany or speak to someone in german like i can speak spanish i can sign i, I can read german that's about all we got right now <laughs> more than i can do yeah that was german for yes <laughs> No, it wasn't. You weren't being nice to me. Because I spoke in German? No, because the look, nobody can see the look. I'm going to set up a camera. I wouldn't and do start that. editing these as videos to go onto YouTube. No, I think that's probably a poor choice. No, I don't. I do. So then people can see all the stupid faces I get during Excuse these Excuse me. I'm my getting fa- one right now. My faces are made with deliberate that doesn't choices. mean that they're not stupid. Don't call someone's face stupid. This they is why you get looks the way you get, because you just called somebody's face stupid. That's not nice. Not somebody's stupid. just yours. <laughs> stupid is a bad word. Don't say it. Everything's, right. everything's a bad word now. And there's another one. So <laughs> I heard this morning, all of a sudden I hear Addie before clocks are green. And she's going, I'm sorry, Wida. Wida, I'm sorry. Wida, I'm sorry. Sorry, Wida. Which means she has done something that he is threatening to tattle on her for and i can't hear what he's saying because he's smart enough to keep his voice low but she's just pretty much shouting 
Yeah, because he's ignoring her, so she's getting louder. Yes, because she thinks that he can't hear her. <laughs> he doesn't understand that he's, he's just making her just sweat. Ignoring her. Yes. So I sent her back to her room, and later I was like, Ryder, like, what happened? And he was like, she said a really bad word. And I was like, she said a really bad word. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, the a really most bad word. Terrible word ever. And I said, what did she say? And he was like, she said, shut up. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, we shouldn't say that word. Don't say that word again. And in my head, I just thought you, the amount of words the two of you have said previously that are so much worse than that. I Look me in the ass. <laughs> uh, to be clear, that was, to be fair, um, that was a lyric from Imagine Dragons. But Bad it's still. Yes, it's not, look, the lyric is look me in the eyes, and he definitely did not sing it that way the first time. But he wasn't trying to say it bad. He just no. thought that was a lyric. Yeah. Meow. 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 So why don't you like a morning routine? It's not like I don't care about a morning routine. It's just like just because my routine doesn't like yours and it's not that I'm getting up slowly and starting my day like slowly anymore doesn't mean that it's not like a routine. If you do every if you do the same thing every day or the majority of the days, then it's a routine. I just don't feel like we need to like put so much emphasis on these routines and talk about them and all this other stuff like who cares what you do it's what you do that helps you start the day there are like, many people right now that care right now it's more important to me to get that extra little bit of sleep do you know how you could combat that going to bed earlier but i don't yeah, want to going to bed before 2 a.m i do go to bed before 2 a.m okay, going to every bed before day. 1 a.m Go to bed before 1 a.m. 90% of the days. Lies. Because usually I'm like, what time do you go to bed? Oh, around 1. Which means yeah. after 1. But it's usually before. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Sure. I wouldn't know because I'm asleep. You are. And that's your business. You're not very fun to talk to today. Why? You're just not. You're very combative. I'm not combative. I just don't... I don't find this... Like, there's a whole industry making tons of money off of this now, which is great for them. I just think it's kind of ridiculous that's just me well it's because there are a lot of people who are trying to find more time in their day i will look pointedly at you to do the things that they want to do outside of their nine to five looking pointedly at you again and this is one way that people can get some time back in their day to like categorize their thoughts and figure out where they want to go and not just have all this mess in their brains during the day like it doesn't have to look like mine or somebody else's but everybody's routine looks a little bit different based upon what it is that they find is necessary. Like I was writing down certain things every day a certain number of times to like get it through my brain and like, you know, goals, affirmations, things like that. I was writing them down and I figured out like by the time I wrote it down once, I didn't want to write it two more times. Like by the time I wrote it the third time, I was just annoyed and trying to write it down. So I stopped and fixed that so that I do write them every day, but I'm not repeatedly writing them every day. I can move on to something else. The next thing that I do in my routine. So routines can change. And they work, you know, I was doing it that way because somebody else said it was a good idea. So I tried it and was like, yeah, this is cool, but I don't like it this way exactly. So I'm going to switch it up for something that works for me. I remember when you used to get up in the morning, you were a little bit calmer to start your day. Like you'd had a little bit longer of a fuse. I still have, I feel like my fuse is the same. I wanted to do those things because I had like the mental energy now. I just like, I'm so drained when I come home that I have no desire to do anything. Than other than maybe push buttons on a video game. What game are you playing right now? Uh, depends. Depends is not a on, game I've ever heard. Playing before. on like two, uh, playing two of them. Mostly Red Dead Redemption Two. Now, like that's started back up this week because I was giving that a break. And that's PlayStation Two, right? Four. PlayStation, PlayStation 4. Four. What is PlayStation Two? 
from when we were in high school. I'm so out of it. <laughs> okay, PlayStation 4. And then I've been playing like the baseball game on PlayStation also. Is Zim in? Is yeah, he he's been in it. It's all based off of last year. Oh, okay. Because they haven't released the new one. And I finished one of the games. I finished the game that you and the kids gave me for Christmas. The Luigi one? No, I haven't started that game yet. I need to get back on to what that What game one. did we give you? The end, the racing the one? The Need for Speed game, yeah. That's NFS, yes. Yep. Okay. You finished it? That didn't take long at all. It's no. It's January. Was it not as good as you wanted it to be? No, it was pretty good, but then it, it's like every Need for Speed game, they're pretty good, and then it gets repetitive. Mm. So you just finish it, and now there's nothing left to do? Well, there's plenty left left to do, but I finished like the main um, story, so there's really not much... What do you do when you finish a game like that? Do you just like do you play it again? Do you keep it to play again, or do you just like depends on like the game, like Red Dead, since it's taken so long and there's so many like little side missions and nuances to the game. I'll probably pick it up again Hmm. and restart because there's like there's two ways to play it. There's like this honor system, so you either play the game like honorably or you play it like dishonorably which means like you kill people and you start fights and stuff like that so this round i've played more on the honorable side like helping people you still kill people (laughs) but you you like (laughs) justly kill them i guess Mm -hmm. whatever i mean everything you do affects like how much honor that you have so i've been doing mostly the good things as as much as i can but um yeah i'll probably try it again doing the dishonorable way just to see like the difference because it it even gets down into like the minute things of like there's different clothing available depending on how you depending on how you play like it's mostly black if you play dishonorably seems like a cool game but does like a game Mm. like need for speed does that make the case for renting games versus buying them can you rent games anymore i don't even know can you rent probably from Redbox. are they just movies I don't, I don't know. know. I don't have, we have Netflix and Hulu, so. I mean, you could probably, well. What if Netflix let you rent games through your Netflix app? Do they do that? I'm sure somebody has that. I think there used to be something called Gamefly or something like that. It was basically like that. Yeah, but what if Netflix did it is what I'm saying. Well, so here's my gripe with, I, I don't know. I'm sure it would be fine. Here's my <laughs> gripe with games. This is why I kind of like the Nintendo Switch more than the PlayStation in general, even though I've been playing more on the PlayStation lately, like the PlayStation games are more like in depth. They look they look better and stuff like that, like more realistic, not necessarily better. And then the Nintendo games are kind of like more arcadey, cartoonish, still fun. Like you go to the store and you buy the disc for the game, right? And then it takes an hour and a half to download the game. What? To wait, the wait. PlayStation. Wait, what? Why yeah. do you have to download it if you have That's what disc? I'm trying to figure out. Like, oh. why do I have to do this? Like, Red Dead took two and a half hours, and it was two discs. So that's kind of, like, annoying. Yeah. I hope, like, because the, the new systems will be coming out probably this year. So I hope they remedy that. Like, on Nintendo, there's still updates every once in a while. Like, I've never actually put a brand new game in and not had to download an update, but the updates take, like, less than 10 minutes. But why are they putting updates in there if... Because they'll add, like, different content or stuff or something like that. Huh. Mostly, like, on the Nintendo stuff, it's because something got added. Interesting. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's like, really annoying. Hmm. I have a random question that's not related. 
So we're watching the Rolex 24, yes? Yep. And they have headlights on these cars because they are clearly, if it's a 24-hour race, they're racing at night. Yes? Yep. But why did the one guy just flash his lights at the other guy? Because he's a faster car. He wants the other guy to get out of his way. Or but it's a race. Coming. Yeah, but there's different, like this isn't like NASCAR where everybody's basically running the same speed. The car that they're watching, like the camera that they're watching from right now, and the car that's the overall leader, mm-hmm. and he's in a class like he's in a class of cars, which is probably less than twenty cars, and they're the fastest ones on the track. Okay, so the one we're looking at right now that looks like a legit. It looks like, like a race car. It doesn't yeah. look like anything you can buy. Right. That's um called the Daytona prototype, and that those are the fastest cars on the circuit. Okay, but the car that flashed was not that car. Yeah, because there's also if you look at the screen over here, you've got DPI, mm-hmm. LMP2, GTLM, and GTD, and I think there's actually another series too. But those are four different classes. So the, that's like in order of how they go in speed too, basically. So the so DPI the G- is the fastest. Yeah, and the LMP2 looks similar to the DPI, but they're not. And then the GTLM and the GTDs look like sports cars you can buy, like a BMW or the Corvette. Like the Corvette is in the GTLM. Okay, so that's the third fastest. In the yeah, game. so they'll be flashing. Like these guys, the guy in the black car right here, mm-hmm. when they have a full course caution, it takes them about 10 minutes to catch the slow cars. It's over a three-mile circuit. Oh, okay. So, so technically, so. if you get lapped in this by a car that's not of your class, that doesn't mean that you're bad. It just means that there's a different car class. So is it like... They have five winners, technically. That's what my question was. So if there are five different winners based on well, class of cars, but there's one like overall... They could potentially winner. have... No, I take that back. Oh, Jesus. Whatever. They're going to have four winners. They're going to have the overall winner who is also going to be the winner of the Daytona prototype this year. Okay. Then they have each class has its own winner. They all get the same. Like they all get a Rolex. Okay. So the guy, see, he's flashing the lights again. Yeah, because he wants people out of the way because there's, this is the last lap. Okay. But he has a one minute and two second lead. So he should be fine. Yeah. He's got less than, he's got like a mile to go. He could probably like lose power right now and still win. It's, a, I mean, it's a cool looking car. Very, very Yeah. Car-y. So in like two weeks, when, NASCAR's there doing Daytona. They're just going to be, because it's the same Daytona track, so they're just running on the um, road course portion of the circuit, which includes part of the speedway. Yeah, they won. This guy's probably winning uh, GTLM. So that guy in the car, that one guy already won. Yeah, he won. He won GTLM. And that's why they're celebrating right now. Yep. Okay. So that's the BMW GTLM team. They won. That's the overall winner and the Daytona prototype winner. Okay, so... He gets two Rolexes? No. What? They're going to get a minute. one. That's a cop-out. If he wins the overall race and wins for his well, division, I mean, shouldn't he get two win the, like, Basically, you just want to win the overall. Because I'm that means sensing frustration from you. No, it's just like, it's not. I'm not frustrated. It's I don't follow this series that much. But we watch it every year. Yeah, I'm starting to get more in more into it. Okay, I was gonna say, but we've been like, watching I this every it, year for the past like five years. For the longest time, I think it was just whoever won overall. Okay. So whoever completed 24 hours first, then they ended up doing these different classes of cars. And I think people started getting frustrated that they'd run this whole thing and they'd beat everybody in their class. And they'd get nothing. So now they start doing that. I could be completely wrong about that, but I wouldn't know. No, he's not going to get two Rolexes. He's just going to get the over. There's probably a different Rolex for different class. He might, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he does get two. Or maybe, maybe he, he could get a trophy for winning the, the whole big thing. 
I'm sure that, well, the Rolex is a trophy. Wait, it's not a watch? It is. It's a trophy watch. You only, it only, they only make that watch. They only make them for the people that won the race. Okay, but can you wear the watch? Sure, if you want to. But then how's it a trophy? Because it's, that's what they're considering the trophy. So they're not getting a trophy and a watch. The The watch is the the trophy. The team owner might get a trophy, but he probably gets a watch too. I don't really know about the trophy, but overall, the watch is considered a trophy. It's called a, for this race, it's called a Rolex Daytona. And they've only made enough for the amount of winners. So you can't and buy team. it anywhere? Probably not. Okay, I mean, you might be able to. It's kind of, is it kind of like a Super Bowl ring? Similar, yeah. Okay, but is it like... But it's already designed. But is it specific to each like year's race or is it one yeah, it that goes for... Yeah, specific for each year's race. Okay, so it is like a Super Bowl ring. Basically, yeah. But, except, but the difference with the Super Bowl ring is that the team that wins the Super Bowl gets to design their own ring and they don't get it until the next year. Or whatever months okay, after the Super Bowl. Okay, but these guys get theirs. Yeah, like, they have the Rolexes eight. there. They're getting them. They'll take pictures with them. How much does a Rolex actually cost? And is that the most expensive watch anymore? I don't think it's the most expensive watch anymore. I don't think so either. Well, I think it depends on what kind of Rolex you no get. No way that guy's door opens. It opens like a Tesla door. Yeah. But most race. Bleh, whoa, let me try that again. Most race cars do not have doors that open. You go through the window for date for like NASCAR. For NASCAR, and then like Formula One, you just get in come the into the seat. Yeah, but that Same guy has a door. Car. Yeah. His car looked like a Hot Wheels car. Right. That was cool. I mean, they want door like four drivers spending 24 hours in these cars. Like the par- portion of 24 hours in these cars. How many like how many hours is each one race? And do they do it all at once or there's like four hours here, four hours here? Like They do not do it all at once. So they'll take like turns. Like six hour shifts? So one oh, guy. Oh, picture of the watch. That's pretty. That might not even be the one that they won. Maybe that's just not, a but Rolex. That's a watch. But, um. You've asked like 18 different questions. I I'm haven't sorry. even been able to answer. <laughs> this is this the way my brain works. This went from morning routines to video games to this. So you should be enjoying this podcast. But here's the thing. This is how my brain works. The questions just keep coming every time you answer me. So I don't think the Rolexes are the most expensive watches anymore. I think that they probably, because there's other brands of what, like I'm not into watch culture. Vincenzo's more into watch culture. We've than mentioned I am. him on the last two episodes. Yeah. So I know, <laughs> but I know that there are very expensive watches out there. I'm sure that Rolex makes watches at very different price points, but I bet you probably can't get a real Rolex for under a grand. Okay. And they probably go up astronomically. I know I've seen people talk about watches that are over like 100K a piece. Okay. Which is ridiculous, I think. But. <laughs> Only because you literally don't wear a watch. Well, you only wear your Apple I Watch. I wear my Apple Watch. The way that the driving shifts go is like somebody will come. The guy who starts the race will race for like a couple hours. And then the next guy will come in. They usually do like they try and base them off of pit stops or whatever. Or a certain amount of pit stops. But then they'll have. Um, and they're usually predetermined. Right. So you know it's an expensive something when they don't list the price. Right. right away. Yeah. This 31 millimeter oyster steel and yellow gold watch is a 2019 model and it is almost $12,000. Right. Rolexes aren't cheap. I never thought they were cheap. That's and you one. probably can buy the Daytona watch. This one's this one's 8500 I don't think Rolex lets you shop by price either. <laughs> probably not. No, it doesn't look like it. Oh, this one's pink. So here's what the Daytonas look like. There's probably a specific one. like So you can buy a Rolex Daytona. Right, but there's probably a specific work. one for this race that's going to be unique All to right. the race, I would imagine. Cool. So there are at least four watches given out. 
but it's in it's held at Daytona. The twenty four hours is held this at one. The, I was gonna say it's been overseas before. Yes. Well, there's one every. There's the Daytona twenty four, which is basically the start of the racing season. Okay. The biggest endurance race of the year is in Le Mans in July. Oh, we watch both of those. Yes. We watch parts of that one. That one's a little bit harder for me to watch. Yeah, but we do watch this Rolex one every year. Yeah, we watch this one every year. Okay. Then in a couple of weeks, they'll be down in um, Sebring okay. doing a 12-hour race. That's also a really popular race. Florida. It's do also you ever in want Florida. to go to one of those? I feel like it's a long day. Um. Yeah, I'd never been to an endurance race. I wouldn't even know like really how to do it. You'd probably have to wear real pants. I feel like that's a real pants kind of thing. Well, it's like a horse race. Down of, there. Yeah, but I feel like it's like the horse racing of NASCAR watch. Like, NASCAR well, so races. like a NASCAR race. You've been to a NASCAR race before. I slept through a NASCAR race before at the. But event. I mean, it ends up being an all-day affair. If even if the race is at night or whatever, right. but like, you get there for a couple hours, then you go into the race. The race is over in four or five hours, whatever it takes, and then you're rushed to get back. And so it, so it's your day is pretty much predetermined. There's stuff to do outside the track or whatever, but like this is going on for 24 hours. Are you going to stay up for the whole 24 hours? Are you going to go and come back? Like, yeah, I don't know. I would, I, I would need to go with somebody that's done it before. What does, what's his bucket still race? The actor, the guy who, the greatest um, actor Wasn't that who it was? He used, he used to, um, I think he still owns a team. I don't know if he races anymore. What was his name? He was on uh, Grey's Anatomy, right? I don't know. Uh, Patrick something. Patrick something. Mick something. It it was Mick Dreamy, but that was from the show. <laughs> but I think his last name is Mick something. <laughs> We've looked something up every week. Patrick Dempsey Racing. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if he still is doing it. But he used to actually race in the car. Yeah, uh, there was a lot. Of, like um, Paul Newman did it a lot before he died. And um, actually in the 90s, I think... I have to do a little bit of research. I'm probably going to make myself sound like an idiot. But Tim Allen raced while he was doing um, home improvement. Tim the Toolman? Yeah. Gosh, I like Tim In a Allen. Ford Mustang. But I think he was on two teams. Is that allowed? It wasn't then. In 97, apparently. It was allowed. In 97. I don't know if it still is now. There, you had, Can't like, be. Probably not. But Because um, what if your team wins both and you like... Well, he was on, yeah, he was going to be on both. That seems unfair. Yes, Patrick De- Dempsey is not racing anymore. It says he took took a break from racing after career season. Mm, but he still owns a team. Like, does it? Uh, he might have sold it. So, that's why and, it's but, coming up. But Dale was uh, announcing on this one, yes? Yeah. He seems to be enjoying himself now that he's retired from racing. Yeah. He's got, I mean. Does he still have his podcast? Yeah, but they haven't done anything since um, the last race of the oh, year. Okay. Okay. And then But that'll uh, start up soon. Yeah, that makes sense. Um next question is does he still own a team? Yes. Xfinity team. Well, I don't know if it's Xfinity this year. He does not own like the top tier NASCAR team. He owns a middle tier or second tier NASCAR team. Are there many drivers who is it called drivers? Yeah, drivers. Me. Are there many drivers who both race and own their teams? Or do they typically they race for somebody to be, else? Um very few race. Nobody, I think, races for themselves anymore. Does um, Stuart Haas still exist? Because Tony it, Stewart doesn't... It does, but he doesn't race Mm-mm. anymore. So he was like probably one of the last ones. Mm. Um, well, so Junior, like, Junior will race for his Xfinity team every one, like once a season now. Okay, and so like the Bush brothers, right? Yeah. So they don't own 
their cars. They race for somebody else. Um, Kyle Busch owns a truck team. He used to own a Xfinity team. And he will race for his truck, but it's all kind of under the veil of Joe Gibbs racing. So it's kind of like a great, it's kind of like a blurred line. There are so many like facets, like truck teams and Xfinity teams and NASCAR teams. Like Kevin Harvick owned a really successful team that started in the trucks and then expanded into, I think it was the Nationwide Series back then, which is basically the Xfinity now. Mm -hmm. But then um, it costs a lot of money to race the cars and you don't make a whole lot of money especially in the lower tier teams so he sold it all hmm. got out of it maybe you should have your own podcast on racing it's possible this is like the most um engaged you've been in this podcast <laughs> but it's always like this though and i don't feel like i have time to watch them on the weekends anymore well if you're doing it for research you'd have to make time yeah maybe but a lot you could of do, things, you could do racing for of, dummies and just tell me about it the whole time yeah a lot of things happen over the weekend though so it's hard to commit to watching a race. All right. Well, it was just an idea. Just trying to support you, dear. That's all. I got you. I mean, it's crossed my mind more than once. Why am I not surprised? But, um, you know, actually Kyle Busch ran in this race. Did he? Yeah. I don't like him. I'm liking him more. Why? He's got a bad attitude. Because he's becoming one of the older guys. It doesn't matter. He has a bad attitude. He's not I don't very know. nice. Uh, really, honestly, the reason why I'm liking him more was I felt... A lot like you did. I still do. Like I, he's definitely not like considered a favorite, but he was on Junior's podcast a year or two ago. I don't think it was last year, but he was on Junior's podcast, and uh, just listening to him on there, I was like, eh, I don't really hate you anymore. Are you saying that the media spins things in order to create their own narrative? Um, what? Yes, but also like, <laughs> no. I mean, he does a good enough job of making himself look like an idiot. Yeah, this is true. Which is probably why I don't like him. Same way, same reason I don't like Nancy Kerrigan. Because she dissed Mickey Mouse while she was on a float at Disney World. Like, who does that? I don't know. that. I didn't know that that happened. Dude, she was like, her mic was hot. And she was talking about how the mouse was stupid. At Disney World. On a float. You're probably like one of the only people that don't like Nancy Kerrigan. That were old enough to realize what happened that year. I don't like Tanya Harding either. Well, nobody was accusing you of liking Tanya Harding. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... Nancy Kerrigan was literally America's sweetheart. And in then that she Olympics. dissed the one mouse that everyone loves well, in the world. Apparently not that many people knew or not everybody knew about that because well, I didn't I know, know about, about it. it. Of course you would. That's like useless information. Hey, it is not useless. It is used to inform my decision of a stranger I have never met and I'm now passing judgment on. <clears throat> Duh. Yeah. <laughs> she was at Disney World talking to Mickey Mouse when a microphone caught her saying, this is so corny. This is so dumb. I hate it. This is the most corny thing I've ever done. To the mouse. Well, sweetie, you're sitting in a people trap set by a mouse. So good on you. Right. So there you go. And I believe that was in uh, 1994, which let's not do the math there because that's upsetting. 16 years. I asked you not to do the math, and it was not 16 26 years. 26 years? <laughs> is it really 26 <laughs> years? Jesus. I asked you not to do the math for that exact reason. So this podcast, as most of them, has taken a turn for not what I thought we were going to talk about, since you completely crucified my morning routines. So no, thanks not, for that. I'm not crucifying your morning routine. I think it's fine. I just don't think it's like that big of a... Why I else, listen, why else do deal. people read books written by other people who they deem to be successful, except to learn what they're doing in order to potentially emulate or incorporate what they're doing into a routine of their own to help to make them more successful? Why are you looking at me like that? Because I made a point that makes sense? No. 
Because I don't know if I want to go down this road. <laughs> I think that for a long time, we just all figured it out. We didn't have the internet. Like, for the longest time, we didn't have as much access to the internet or whatever to hear what or consume. too many people were were doing. You just had to do, and you made do, and you did what you had to do. And now Please it's say like, do four more times. Do, 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 do. That was five. Look at you, overachiever. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I, I just, I don't know. It's just one of these things that I've been thinking about lately. You're an I, old man. I am, <laughs> technically, I guess. I just, I just think we're trying too hard, which is making not you in particular, but just in general, we're trying too hard, which is kind of making us. I don't even know how. All right. To well, you head over to anyway. the Target and the Costco, and I will finish this up. Why do I need to go to the Target and the Costco? I don't know, old man. You can head over to the Target whenever the you Target. Like. The no, Target. I think the Target. I think it's fine. No, if you're happy with your morning routine, like I have never crapped on your morning routine. No, because you know what makes me nicer. I don't even. I don't know if it makes you nicer. It's just what you enjoy doing right now, and you and enjoy when people doing. People enjoy doing things that makes them happier. Exactly. Sure. If it's what you want to do, then do it. Who am I to judge? I mean, you never didn't really judge what I was doing. No. But apparently you were because now that I'm not doing it anymore. No, I'm judging Judge, you now. Judging McJudgerson over here is like, do it. I'm like, I don't want to. But I just wonder if you would if you would feel that you had more control over your day if you started your day on your terms. That's all. Because when you do get to work, you are responding to things as soon as you walk in. You're not able to choose the narrative once you get to your place of business because it's not your narrative. It's It's where you work. Everybody else is having a hand in that which is why I start my day the way I want to because that way I have control over the narrative that starts my day. So it's up to me whether I, you know, start it with um, writing or reading or some sort of learning or whatever it is that makes me happy or a cup of freaking coffee, like whatever it is. that Because when I wake up to the kids directing the narrative, that is upsetting for me because like, I, no, I don't want to change a diaper the first thing I get up. I don't want to like have to put on and deal with a pull-up, you know, for somebody and change underwear and that. Like that's not the way to start my day. So that's why I start my morning the way I do. And who's to say that that's not how I want to start my morning now? Changing a diaper? No, but just waking up and going on with my day. Like, obviously, that's the way I want to do it because that's how I'm doing it. Right. So why is that wrong? Because I'm looking at you from the outside and you don't seem happy. There could be a lot of different things. I guess. But I was just thinking if this is something you want to potentially give a try, you can. If not, then don't worry about it. I mean, maybe. We'll see. I don't know. A lot of things were different when I was doing my routine mm -hmm. or that specific routine. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that I'll go back to it, but, you know, I mean, we still have to, like, there's a lot on our plate to figure out in the next month or so. I mean, yeah, mock-up is getting crazy. Mock-up is doing well. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I am too. But that's going to bring different changes to the family. Yeah. And nobody's saying that that's bad, but that's going to probably change your morning routine, probably change mine, probably change our not just morning routines, but complete routines Maybe in some aspects. You know, and as the kids get older and like if Addie starts school five days a week and, you know, the, and Ryder's at school five to like that's going to change everything. Right. I mean, Ryder wants to get into golf. What if it was <laughs> what if it was like swimming, though? Like what if he wanted to get into competitive swimming? Oh. That's we would have to find a pool and get him in the pool at like 5 a.m. Whatever, yeah, whatever time they start for swim. So team. then, like, what kind of morning routine is that? Am I going to be waking up at three to give myself an hour and a half or two 
to like do my thing before I have to get him to a pool? I have no Probably idea. not. No idea. I don't know. Things things to consider and things that I'm sure we'll be sharing with the uh, the good people of the podcast world. <laughs> right. I mean, a lot of my morning routine is dictated by the night because there's a lot of things that I want to do that yeah. aren't necessarily appropriate to do around them or take time away from them. Yeah. So. I get it. Morning routines. Morning routines. What are yours? Not yours. The listeners. You got to include them. <laughs> this is breaking the fourth wall. I was just so the third wall. Is it the third wall or the fourth wall? It's a wall. I don't know. It's Breaking more than two. the wall. You got to interact with them so they might want to like continue to listen. We should probably start reading like reviews or something. So we'll leave us a review. <laughs> so we can read it out loud. And we can make fun of your review. Stop it. We're not going to make fun of people. That's the best way to not get a review. Or to get a bad one. Thanks a lot. Don't listen to Phil. Hey, that one show does great making fun of reviews. Oh my gosh. But those are not reviews of their podcast. Those are reviews of um other things. Yeah, but if you can't be critical Beach, of what yourself. What is it? Beach to Sandy Water to Yeah. If you can't be critical of yourself, who can you be critical of? I am plenty critical of myself. Thank you very much. I wouldn't mind reading a bad review of us. Stop it. Well, then have them email it to us. Don't put it on iTunes. Yeah, I mean, give us a five-star review <laughs> with a bunch of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that either. That's mean. Okay, we're going to cut Phil's mic off now. Um, thank you for joining us today. We hope that this piqued some of your interest because it literally, you know, spanned the uh, the gamut from morning routines to NASCAR and then some. And if you are looking for us on the interwebs, that would be Instagram and Twitter at LMBC pod. Phil is at the Phil Kearns on both of those. I am at Meg O'Kearns and we look forward to chatting with you next week. Bye.